It's Tuesday, August 8th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. A federal appeals court on Monday halted a rule from President Biden's administration that could make it easier to obtain student loan debt relief for borrowers who say they were victims of misleading information about the quality of education they would receive. At issue is a rule broadening existing policy ending the debt of students who borrowed money to attend colleges and universities that are determined to have misled them on matters such as whether their courses would actually prepare them for employment in their field or the likely salary they would earn upon graduating. Administration lawyers said relief granted by the Department of Education could be appealed in federal court. In other news, the wind business, viewed by governments as key to meeting climate targets and boosting electricity supplies, is facing a dangerous market squall. After months of warnings about rising prices and logistical hiccups, developers and would-be buyers of wind power are scrapping contracts, putting off projects, and postponing investment decisions. The setbacks are piling up for both onshore and offshore projects, but the latter's problems are more acute. In recent weeks, at least 10 offshore projects totaling around $33 billion in planned spending have been delayed or otherwise hit the doldrums across the U.S. and Europe. The holdup of projects that could generate 11.7 gigawatts likely pushes the 2030 offshore wind targets out of reach for the Biden administration and European governments. The technology is considered vital in the energy transition toward cleaner electricity supplies and away from fossil fuels. Around the world, violence between Israeli settlers and Palestinians flares up after a 19-year-old Palestinian was shot dead and an Israeli settler accused of killing him was hospitalized with a head wound. Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu's coalition government includes parties who support expanding Jewish sovereignty in the West Bank and have characterized instances of settler violence as self-defense. The U.S. State Department took the unusual step of labeling the killing a terror attack by Israeli extremist settlers and urged full accountability and justice, adding to tensions between the U.S. and Israel whose ties are already strained over Mr. Netanyahu's plans for the judicial overhaul. Back in the U.S., Tesla chief financial officer Zach Kirkhorn has stepped down after more than four years in the role, where he worked behind the scenes to translate Elon Musk's ambitions into reality. The electric car maker on Monday said chief accounting officer Vaibhav Taneja has been appointed as CFO on August 4th, when Mr. Kirkhorn left the position. His surprise move comes ahead of Tesla's Cybertruck pickup coming to market later this year and raises questions about succession planning for Musk, who is 52 years old and runs several companies, including SpaceX and X, the social media platform formerly known as Twitter. Tesla has no clear second-in-command, but board members had discussed Kirkhorn as a possible successor to Musk as CEO as recently as May 2023. And Tyson Foods is closing more processing plants as the biggest U.S. meat company seeks to turn around its chicken business. Tyson said Monday it plans to close chicken plants in Corydon, Indiana, Dexter, Missouri, Noel, Missouri, and North Little Rock, Arkansas, 
shifting production to other facilities as part of a broader effort to cut costs. The company's chicken business has struggled for years with a variety of different issues, ranging from hatching enough chicks to meet demand to staffing plants, falling chicken prices, and higher costs. Tyson has been trying to cut costs through layoffs, plant closures, and making changes to some of its operations. The Springdale, Arkansas company, a bellwether for the American meat industry, posted a loss of $417 million for the three-month period ending July 1st, compared with a $750 million profit a year earlier. Shares of Tyson fell 3.8% yesterday. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.